the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ministries. Here's Pastor Rick Warren. You see, God's definition of success is very different than the world's. What matters is what God says about you. And the greatest definition of success is John 17, 4. Jesus said this, I have brought you glory on earth by completing the work you gave me to do. That's it. God is looking for people to use. And he wants to use you. And he will wear you out if you get usable. Hello, and welcome to Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. Today, we continue in our series called The Life You Were Meant to Live. In this series, Pastor Rick will help you discover in the scriptures what God had in mind for your life when he quite literally invented you. Now, in just a few minutes, we're going to tell you how you can get a copy of Pastor Rick's inspiring and beautifully illustrated book called The Purpose of Christmas. You can find out more right now by going to PastorRick.com while you listen to today's message. Or if you want, you can just text the word daily to 99000. That's the word daily to 99000. Right now, here's Pastor Rick Warren with the final part of a message called Getting Ready to Be Used by God. Now, you know, um, many of you know I grow a garden. I grow vegetables and I actually grow fruit. And I have all kinds of different fruit trees. And, and uh, this year, my peach tree, when it bloomed, it was literally loaded with peaches. Every branch had a little peach blooming about every single inch. So a branch of a tree might have a hundred peaches on it. You think, oh, that's a good thing. No, that's a bad thing. That's a bad thing. Because if you have a hundred peaches on a branch, they're all going to be about that big. And so you know what I had to do? I had to go through and by hand, take away about two-thirds of them and throw them away. You say, you took away little peaches? (laughs) Yes, I did. Because they're little peaches and big pits. And if you want big fruit, you've got to throw most of it away. Does that make sense? If you want big fruit, you've got to throw most of it away. I want big fruit in your life. I want to see big results in your life. That means you've got to throw away most of the things in your life that you're doing so you get big fruit. If, if Paul says, these, this one thing I do, not these 40 things I dabble in. You can get so many irons on the fire, you put out the fire. And if you are burning the candle at both ends, you've heard me say this before, you're not as bright as you think you are. You're doing too much. You have to simplify your schedule so you're available for God to work in your life. Now, the Bible has a lot to say about this. In fact, on your your outline, there are three verses that give three powerful metaphors. A runner, a soldier, and a farmer. And in all three of these, they're teaching the same thing. You got to simplify, you got to simplify, you got to simplify your life. In Hebrews 12, 1, he says, like a runner 
I must stay free. In other words, I got I to gotta run with as little baggage as possible. I don't put on an overcoat in a park and a heavy, you know, uh, boots to run in. I, I, get, I strip down and get as light as possible so I'm carrying as little as possible as I'm going through life. He says, life is like a race. And he says, verse 1, since we're surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders all these weights these things that weigh us down throw off everything that hinders us and the sin that so easily entangles us and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us god has a race for you we talked about this last week you can't run somebody else's race they can't run yours you can only run your own race but you can take on so many other things that you're running the race quite slowly because you're wearing too much and carrying too much i know this one from personal experience friends If the devil can't make you bad, he'll just make you busy. And you will miss God's purpose for your life. Not because you're doing anything evil, wicked, mean, bad, and nasty, but because you're just too busy. And you're so busy with so many good things, you don't have time for the most important thing in life. Time alone with God. Which is what you were created for. And you will miss his purpose in all of your life. You can be so busy with good things that keep you from the best. Now the Bible says it over and over again. Simplify, get rid of unnecessary weights. Don't try to do it all. Just do what matters most. Like a runner, stay free. Lay aside the weights. Lay aside the stuff that entangles you. Stay free. God told some of you, I want you this next year to go spend six months and help Saddleback start in one of these major cities. I'm not saying God's calling you to do that, but I'm saying even if he did, most of you couldn't go because you're so entangled. You're not free. You're not free. 2 Timothy 2.4 says this, like a soldier, I have to stay flexible. Like a runner, I have to stay free. It says in 2.4, as Christ's soldier, do not let yourself become tied up in the affairs of this life, in the civilian stuff. For then you cannot satisfy the one who's enlisted you in his army. Can you imagine a general saying, guys, we gotta go to war and say, sorry, I gotta, I gotta go play bridge right now. I gotta go do this or that. He says, don't become so tied up. Are you all tied up? A lot of you are, you're, you're tied up. And if God asked you to do something, said, I've got the greatest adventure of, my, of your life planned for you. You couldn't do it because you're all tied up. You know, a lot of people tell me all the time, God, Rick, I, I, know, I want God to use me. I really want to fulfill God's purposes. I want to be what I was made to be. I want God to use me. But they don't make any time for it. They've so filled their schedule that they don't have any time for it. They're unavailable. Like a runner, I stay free. Like a soldier, I stay flexible. Luke nine sixty two. like a farmer, I got to stay focused. Jesus said this, anyone who lets himself be distracted from the work I plan for him. Did you know that God has planned to work for you? God had a work planned for you before you were born. But anybody who lets himself be distracted from the work I planned for him is not fit for the kingdom of God. So what distracts you from fulfilling your life mission? Last week we talked about one of those things, envy. You're so busy worried about what other people think. What they've got, you miss what God has for you. Envy can distract you. Greed, I gotta have more, I gotta have more. I gotta gotta have it all, I gotta do it all. The expectations of others can distract you. Wrong friends can distract you. 
Good things can distract you. Some things aren't necessarily wrong. They're just not necessary. The Bible tells us in Corinthians, all things are lawful, but not all things are expedient. All things are permissible, but not all things are beneficial. You know, for some people, some of you, the biggest distraction in your life is the past. You can't let go of it. And you're stuck with either resentment or guilt, regrets or resentment. You continue to hold on to hurt somebody who hurt you a long time ago. Let it go. They can't hurt you anymore. Let it go. Or you're still holding on to some, you keep beating yourself up over some failure you had. Let it go. You're forgiven. Let it go. To finish the race, you got to stop rehearsing the past. That, if you're living in the past, it's like trying to drive looking in a rearview mirror the whole time. You're going to crash. The second half of today's study is coming up, so stay with us. If you'd like to connect with Rick, just go to PastorRick.com and click on his social media links. While you're there, be sure to sign up for his free daily email devotional. And if you'd like to let Rick know how this broadcast has touched your life, you can email him at rick at pastorrick.com. Christmas is right around the corner. Where has the year gone? You know, a lot of us stress out around this time of year, losing sight of the real meaning of the season. That's why we'd like you to know about Pastor Rick's book called The Purpose of Christmas. In it, Rick shows you how Christmas is designed to meet your three deepest needs and how receiving God's three Christmas gifts to you this year will transform your life forever. This book is one to be read every Christmas and to be shared with your friends who may not know the true meaning of Christmas. Let us send you a hardcover copy of this inspiring and beautifully illustrated book, The Purpose of Christmas by Rick Warren. As our way of saying thanks for your financial support of Daily Hope, we're sure that God will use it to stir up hope, peace, and gratitude in your heart this Christmas season. Go to PastorRick.com right now to get your copy of this great resource. That's PastorRick.com. Or you can call 800-600-5004. That's 800-600-5004. Thanks in advance for your support. You're listening to Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. Once again, here's Pastor Rick Warren. So what distracts you from fulfilling your life mission? Last week we talked about one of those things, envy. You're so busy worrying about what other people think, what they've got, you miss what God has for you. Envy can distract you. Greed, I gotta have more, I gotta have more, I gotta, I gotta have it all, I gotta do it all. The expectations of others can distract you. Wrong friends can distract you. Good things can distract you. Some things aren't necessarily wrong, they're just not necessary. The Bible tells us in Corinthians, all things are lawful but not all things are expedient. All things are permissible but not all things are beneficial. You know, for some people, some of you, the biggest distraction in your life is the past. You can't let go of it. And you're stuck with either resentment or guilt, regrets. You continue to hold on to hurt somebody who hurt you a long time ago. Let it go. They can't hurt you anymore. Let it go. Or you're still holding on to some, you keep beating yourself up over some failure you had. Let it go. You're forgiven. Let it go. To finish the race, you got to stop rehearsing the past. That, if you're living in the past, it's like trying to drive looking in a rearview mirror the whole time. You're going to crash. I need to purify my heart, sanctify my body, 
and simplify my schedule. Number four, if I want God to use me and live the life I was prepared to live, I was meant to live, I must fortify my faith. Because everything God does in, through, by, to, and for you, he does by grace through faith. It is according to your faith that will be done unto you. So the stronger your faith is, the more God can do in your life. How do you get faith? Get in the word of God. That's why we did 40 days in the word. Get in the word of God. But faith is like a muscle, and you got to keep stretching it and keep strengthening it and keep building it. Here's some verses about fortifying your faith. 1 Peter 4, 1 and 2. Strengthen yourselves so that you will live here on earth doing what God wants, not evil things people want. you got to strengthen yourself. It means for some of you, you got to grow up first. Jude 1, 20. Build yourself up. Build yourself up in the most holy faith. How do you build yourself up? You know what's the best way to fortify your, your faith? Small groups. Get in a small group. We're better together. When you get in a small group, we build each other's faith. The Bible says your faith builds mine and my faith builds your. If you're not in a group, you need to get in a group. But you fortify your faith, the Bible says, by getting with other believers. It says encourage each other and build each other up. And then look at this verse, 1 Timothy 4, 7. Spend your time and energy in the exercise of keeping spiritually fit. Did you know that spiritual fitness is as important as physical fitness? That's fortifying your faith. Now, these four things that I've just shared with you to prepare your heart and to prepare your body and to prepare your schedule and to prepare your faith, these four things... Let me just tell you something. The key to all four of these happening in your life is real simple. Get a partner. That's the key. Get a partner. If you try to do these four things on your own, you will fail. You will not last. You will not last at it. Everybody needs a buddy. Everybody needs a buddy. You need God, you need a group, and you need a guide. You need a spiritual friend who's going to encourage you and you encourage them, who's holding hold you accountable, you hold them accountable. If you don't get a buddy, I don't expect you to stick with any of this. It's just too easy to give up. Everybody needs a buddy. You know, I've worked out with uh, Tom now for years. Why? You think it's because I always want to get out and work out? No, because I know Tom's going to be there. Who's your Tom? Do you have a Tom in your life? who's your buddy who works out with you physically, spiritually, emotionally. You see, you need accountability, you need support, and you need encouragement. And if you don't have a buddy, you're not going to stick with it. All the best intentions in the world, all the intentions you've got right now, aren't going to last unless you get God and a group and a guide. Now, there's one other thing you've got to have. To prepare for the life I was meant to live, I purify my heart, I sanctify, I dedicate my body, I simplify my schedule, and I fortify my faith. I do the things that help me grow in faith. But number five, it's not going to happen without this one. I must intensify my passion for God. Until this one happens, none of the others are going to work. 
I must intensify my passion. God uses people who are passionate for him. God uses people who have fervent faith. God uses people who aren't casual, part-time, when I feel like it, Christians, part-time. God uses people who are all in. God uses people who are sold out. God uses people who are passionate, who say, God, I've got to know. I've got to know your blessing. I've got to know your person purpose. You know, do you remember the story in the Bible where Jacob wrestles with an angel? It's a parable. I mean, it's a, a metaphor of the struggle we have with God. And at one point, Jacob is wrestling with this angel and he goes, I'm not going to let go of you until you bless me. So the angel did. Have you ever said that to God? God, I'm not, I'm not leaving here. I'm not going to stop praying. I'm not leaving until you bless me. God, I have to have your blessing in my life. I've got to know your purpose in my life. I've got to be the person you want me to be. I've got to fulfill the life I was created to fulfill. God, this is not casual, not part-time commitment. Are you desperate for God's purpose and God's blessing in your life? You know what the problem with most Christians is? They've got just enough God to bug them, not to bless them. You get a little bit of God in your life, that's no good. Are you kidding me? just makes you miserable. You either get all in, it's kind of like on a cold day and you stick your feet in the pool. No, no, you got to get all in because the wind's going to come up against you. And a lot of people have just enough God to bug them. They're casual on my spare time, Christianity. And and, and so they don't ever get the blessing out of it because they're not all in. Do you really want God's best? more than anything else in your life. God always gives his best to those who want it the most. I want God's best in my life more than anything else in my life. I want God's best in my life. I'm not gonna settle for second best from God. In other areas, yeah, I'll settle for second best, but not from God. Now, what does it mean to intensify my passion for God? It means I shine with high intensity. Matthew 5, 16, Jesus said, let your light so shine, let it so shine before men that they see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. That's intensity. You're you're so intense, you shine. Will you become a high-intensity disciple like a high-intensity lamp? Colossians 3, 17, whatever you do, whether in word or deeds, you do it all, not just Sunday, you do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. If I go to a restaurant, I do it in the name of the Lord Jesus. I go shopping, I do it in the name of the Lord Jesus. I take out the trash, I do it in the name of the Lord Jesus. I give thanks to God in every situation. I'm going to work, I'm giving thanks. I'm coming home, I'm giving thanks. I'm taking a shower, I'm giving thanks. That's passion, 24-7 all the time. You see, God's definition of success is very different than the world's. The world's definition of success isn't gonna matter squat the moment that person dies. It's irrelevant. What matters is what God says about you. And the greatest definition of success is John 17, 4. Jesus said this, Here's the definition of a successful life. I have brought you glory on earth by completing the work you gave me to do. That's it. I brought glory to God while I was here on earth. How? By fulfilling the purpose, by completing the work, by discharging the mission that God gave me to do. Now God is looking for people to use. 
and he wants to use you. And he will wear you out if you get usable. But you've got to get ready. You've got to prepare. Are you serious? How badly do you really want God's blessing in your life? If you're serious, then what are you going to do this next week? What's going to be your next step in each of these five areas? I mean, all the best intentions in the world are great. Let me just warn you. As soon as you walk out of this service, Satan is going to steal all your good intentions. You're going to forget everything you'd like to do before you get to the car. All that stuff about getting in shape and purifying your heart and simplifying your schedule and fortifying your faith. Yeah, 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 that's all good. And you forget it all before you get to the car. So let's just go through this together. Okay. Step one is purify my heart. Now what that means is this week you need to get alone with God for a time of spring cleaning. A little soul searching for 30 minutes or an hour. And you get alone with God and you say, God, if there's any junk in my life, I want to get it out, confess it, get it dealt with so it's forgiven, forgotten, wiped out. I need a clean slate. Second thing, sanctify my body. Some of you need to join the Daniel plan right now. Now that's going to mean different things for different people. Some of you, it may mean, I just need to go get a checkup. It's been ages since I went to go see a doctor. Some of you haven't been to a dentist in I don't know how long or a doctor. Maybe you need to lose some weight. Maybe you need to change your lifestyle. Maybe you need to go to bed an hour earlier each night. I don't know. Maybe you need to start exercising. Whatever it is, as your pastor, I don't just care about you getting to heaven. I care about your emotional, physical, spiritual, relational, financial, all the seven key areas. Step three is I've got to simplify my schedule. Is your life so crowded with activities you don't even have time to think? Yeah. And then the fourth step we said is you must fortify your faith. That means I got to get serious about stretching my faith, strengthening my faith, building my faith, growing spiritually. You're as close to God as you choose to be. Let me say this again. You're as close to God as you choose to be. You're listening to Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. If you've missed any part of this broadcast, including portions we didn't have time for today, just go to PastorRick.com and listen online anytime. Rick will be back in just a moment with a final word of encouragement, so please stay with us. Wow, Christmas is right around the corner. Where has this year gone? You know, a lot of us stress out around this time of year, losing sight of the real meaning of the season. And that's why we'd like you to know about Pastor Rick's book called The Purpose of Christmas. In it, Rick shows you how Christmas is designed to meet your three deepest needs and how receiving God's three Christmas gifts to you this year will transform your life forever. This book is one to be read every Christmas and to be shared with your friends who may not know the true meaning of Christmas. Let us send you a hardcover copy of the inspiring and beautifully illustrated book, The Purpose of Christmas, by Rick Warren. It's our way of saying thanks for your financial support of Daily Hope, and we're sure that God will use it to stir up hope, peace, and gratitude in your heart this Christmas season. Go to PastorRick.com right now to get your copy of this great resource. That's PastorRick.com, or you can call 800-600-5004. 
That's 800-600-5004. And thanks in advance for your support. Here's Rick with a letter from one of our listeners. Hi, everybody. Today I want to share a note that we received from Darren. He wrote me, he calls Daily Hope his morning cup of God (laughs) because it helps him stay focused on God throughout the day. Darren wrote me this. He said, Pastor Rick, I thank God for Daily Hope. I support Daily Hope because Christ's hope is for me and in me, and I support it because it sends Christ's message to people all over the world. He wrote, you know, I've dealt with my share of demons in my life. I've had cancer, huge financial losses, addictions, permanent disability, chronic pain, and depression. But Daily Hope gets me going in the morning. It's like a cup of coffee for me. But if I haven't had my cup of God in the morning, then I feel like I'm less able to pass on the good news to others. So thank you, Pastor Rick. (laughs) You know, Daily Hope helps people like Darren get their lives back on track because it connects them not just with God, but with God's Word. And it is so important for each of us to spend time with God and in God's Word every day. So I want to encourage every one of you to make a daily habit of opening the Bible. Sit down and open the Bible. You may open it on an iPad or on your phone, but open the Bible to see what God says about how we're meant to live. God bless you, everybody. Be sure to join us next time as we look into God's Word for our daily hope. This program is sponsored by Daily Hope Ministries and your generous financial support. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow. And like all of you out there, I had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.